This episode of Mares in Black is sponsored by the North American Model Horse Show Association, which is proud to bring you the North American Nationals July 7th and 8th, 2020, in Lexington, Kentucky. For more information, visit www.namsa.org. Black Podcast episode 27 for the third week of January 2020. I am Jackie and I am here with my lovely co-host, Heather. Hi. <laughs> How you I doing, I was supposed Heather? to start the show, but I couldn't, she couldn't. I couldn't get it together, so Jackie had to do it. It's all right, baby. Episode, <laughs> episode 27 has, uh, you know, all kinds of meanings to Weird Al fans, so it's okay. Oh, okay. So the number 27 is kind of cursed as an age too. So is it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. The 27 club. Yep. So this is, this is, uh, the normal newscast that we do. Plus this plus plus this is the first in the series of collectability shows. We had for a, OF plastic. We had a great interview with the Kelly's earlier today. Yes. Really Kelly character and Kelly Weimer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, looking forward to get to that. Um, and we will, uh, get into the intro. Yeah. Oh, we didn't say this is the hobby, the podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists. It works because we're idiots. Yes. So (laughs) So there you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's cursed. We got lots of shout outs and compliments to the show. I've, uh, I found a new thing I like doing when people mention us in, um, Instagram stories. I like resharing them to our, our group. So if if you give us a shout out and it shows up in my notif you know in our notifications we're gonna recycle them on our uh, on our stories page nice. so with little stickers and comments and stuff. I, I just so started getting fun. into the Instagram stories and I, I like them. I, I I ignored those for a long time, but they're fun. They are super fun. Uh, we have two new countries. Uh, we have Argentina, mm-hmm. and we have. Uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Interesting. I, I, yeah. I uh, I wonder if they think mares in black is metaphor or something. But having a listener in Saudi would certainly explain the prices. It's, that's true. Is there, is there an oil baron's daughter who is into plastic horses? <laughs> that would make a lot uh, of sense. Uh, so uh, I don't know if these are legit or not, but it sure is fun to see new countries uh, light up. And if we have an Argentinian and a Saudi on, listening to us, welcome. Yes, we love everyone. Yes. So, all right. So uh, our next full show, which will be next month, will be the beginning of our collectability series, collectability part two. Uh, still working on the OF plastic because there's a lot to process there. Yes. Um, working on the working on set up, setting up another interview for that. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're probably going to do another one uh, about Briar. Um, and we're looking into, uh, doing a segment about stone. Um, and then we'll move on after that to China collectability. And, uh, we got some artist focused episodes coming up soon. It says, yes, we're going to start, uh, next month with our first artist focused episode. I have, um, sent out a couple of emails, um, or messengers to people that I'd like to talk to. Um, and we won't let the cat out of the bag until I get a yes. Excellent. So Sounds great. Yes. Rumor is the youth position is almost ready. I have it almost ready, I'm but so Jackie excited. has to read it and I will post it February 1st. Duh. Wow. That's soon. 
That's in four days. Yes. Okay, so you better send me those specs. Yeah, I will send you that Excellent. as soon as I put the finishing touches on. Okay. I look, and then you can read it. I look and forward go, to reading it. This is terrible. <laughs> I doubt I'll say that. But anyway. Nah. Nope. Nope. Uh, and I don't think we have anything else. No. So on to the news. Okay, we're back with the news. News. Yay. Briar, we got quite a bit from Briar. Oh my gosh, Briar. So we start off with uh Luke we're gonna, they said to keep our keep our eyes out for the January twenty twenty club newsletter. I have gotten said newsletter. I don't think that I did yet. Or if I did, I've just uh, skimmed over it. That's entirely possible. Yeah. So the Collectors Club newsletter. You should have gotten it January 24th. Hmm. I really don't believe I got that. I wonder if it went to spam. Might have. Okay. Um, it came straight through email. It doesn't look like it has a digital link out, although it has linked stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, welcome to the Briar Collectors Club newsletter. Uh, Happy New Year. Um You'll receive this uh, newsletter monthly, which contains exclusive news, articles, and sneak peeks. Um, the newsletter is also home to My Collector Story, a special area where fans can share their favorite Briar-related stories with their fellow club members. Oh, that's nice. So uh, they have a digital birthday celebration sneak peek and a link to that, which is an exclusive uh, sneak peek at what's ahead for their 2020 70th birthday celebrations on the web and social media. Um, each month they'll be highlighting a decade or theme from Briar's history. That's also cool. They will be they will be digging through their archives for interesting bits and pieces to share. Uh, the My Collector story is about Kristen Kay from uh, Texas, and she shares her story, her hobby story. January giveaway. Uh, they are giving away the very, very rare Chestnut Esprit WEG or, or Alltech FBI. Nice. I'm sorry, not the WEG. So there's an entry link for that on there. And finally, they have a sneak peek. It's a very, very, very close up shot of a intricate, looks like bay or possibly chestnut pinto pattern. It says, we have something very special for our collector club members in the works. Keep an eye out for this new release in coming weeks. And uh, my newsletter did go to my spam. So if you have not gotten it, I would suggest you go check your spam. (laughs) Look at your spam. Um, And new for 2020, um, collectors club people have a discount Mm. for 10% on regular line purchases. And they have the code in there for you, too. Sweet. On the sneak peek, I know they've been doing the berry series right yeah i thought that was over i guess it's not so this is maybe part of that if not we will see very nice uh briar west is about a month away there's still time to enter and get into the clinics Mm -hmm. and show up and have a great time with everybody uh out here in colorado i'm Uh, jealous of you guys is the fomo is going to be strong that weekend the fomo so, yeah, Stephanie Blaylock's giving a clinic. Maggie Schneider's giving mm-hmm. a clinic. Uh, Kristen Cermelli's giving Maggie a clinic. Maggie Schneider or Maggie Bennett? Or Maggie Bennett. I'm like, what is she giving done a clinic that? on? I haven't done that since the first or second show. Maggie Maggie Bennett. God, what's wrong with me? I, they, they, um, we don't have enough time sorry, for that. Sorry, Maggie and Maggie. <laughs> Maggie Schneider Bennett. <laughs> Schneider, Maggie Schneider Bennett. I forgot about that. Oh, dude. <laughs> Maggie's giving a, a sculpting skull head sculpting clinic oh that's a fun clinic 
Stephanie's doing pastelling. I believe Sermeli is doing, I think, how to bedazzle a unicorn, make a unicorn. I'm not really sure. Okay. And then there's open show, kids show, stable mate painting. Good times hobby, all around. Hobby experts, artists will be there working. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. It's at it's um, located on site with the uh, Rocky Mountain Horse Expo yeah. at the stock show. It will be a good time, people. Yes. So visit the Briar website or look up uh, Briar West on Facebook. Link on the blog. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it, do it. All right. What else do we have here? Um, so this is also, there was a post from Beth Rappelier, who is a friend of ours, um, that according to the Chronicle of the Horrors on the, the January 27th issue, issue, Adia HP will be a briar in July. So we're wondering if she'll be a guest. Adia HP is a dressage horse who apparently is the queen of freestyle. She's a Frisian sport horse mare. Yes, she is a chestnut pinto. She's very, very captivating. Mm. We're wondering if she's going to be at Briarfest, if the model will be at Briarfest. What's the deal? Yeah. We need to know, Briar. Tell us. She is very pretty. There's a picture here, too. And this is, yes. a, this is a public post, so you can all look at it. Yep. So, yay. Very nice. Uh, Stone, uh, next week is their Super Bowl sale. Actually, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Is that technically next week? Does Sunday start your week or does Monday? I guess it does, but it is, it'll be over by the time this is released. We did talk about it last time. I know we did. Yeah. It may not. Josh may actually get it out on Sunday. Okay. Well, if, if you're listening to this on Super Bowl Sunday, or excuse me, <laughs> Big Game Sunday. Big Game Big Sunday. Game Sunday. You can go to the Stone Horses Super Bowl sale instead of watching kickoff, which would be just fine. Or Puppy Bowl. Or Puppy Bowl. Because <laughs> Puppy Bowl is at halftime. Well, halftime's all anybody really watches anyway. Basically, yes. There's nothing. I mean, does anybody care about who's playing? I don't even know who's playing. Not this year. Uh, the Niners and the Chiefs. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I'm, it's, I gotta work anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. It, but it'll be starting. I don't have to work. I'm gonna have I to go care. directly from work to some Super Bowl party and. That is not always a graceful transition. <laughs> yeah. But it won't be dry but January. It, it, I was going to say, it won't be dry, dry January anymore. Huzzah! <sighs> Copper Fox. Copper Fox. They have made Scamp in Copper Cup size. That's, that's smaller that than a stable mate size? That's smaller than a stable mate. They have it uh, pictured next to a Briar, uh, the, G4, the G2 Pony. And it's smaller physically and proportionally than that pony is it micro i think it's bigger, it bigger than micro than it's bigger than micro but it's smaller than stable mate okay anyway scamp size. is scamp has been uh produced in this copper cub size i'm not quite sure what the what the, the scaling is. ratio yeah. is the scale is but it's super cute a little bitty guy he is very cute he's very nicely proportioned like it's hard to do that uh, many. I don't know what the plan is for him. Uh, if they're going to produce him on mass, or if it's just going to be like a thing they did with uh, Winston, or I what? don't know. They'll let us know when they figure it out. Yeah, it says keep an eye out for new mini scamp. He's our copper cub size, and he's just beautiful. Don't you think so? I do. Shown next to the Briar Shetland Pony for scale. Yeah, he's little. He's little. Yeah, he's little. Like he's he's right, like a well, whole we'll keep, different scale, little. Yeah, he he totally is. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this, my God, 
Destrier um, Models, new website. Destrier Models, Amelia Carrilla. She hasn't had a website for a while. She had one uh, at one point, and it uh, disappeared. She has launched a new one at destriermodels.webs.com. Um, it's pretty similar to the old one, but uh, it features Pierre and uh, all her previous releases and work. She's uh, she's pretty much the most popular, one of the most popular, anyway, sculpture sculptors in the hobby right now. So I want a Pierre. Like I just wanted to have one just to snuggle it. It's really pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's 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 awesome. Yeah. Circle C Artist Challenge uh, will probably be announced before this uh, this comes out, but it's supposed to be announced the thirty first, which is Friday. So I'm sure we'll recap um, that. This yeah, I'm the Circle C was um, horses that were influenced by um, a mainstream artist's design or theme. So it's going to be yeah. super cool be, to see the stuff we what did got see entered. was really yeah. cool. So I'm looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, we tried everything. to feature a lot of it on the show, yeah. so it's going to be. It's going to be cool to see what comes out of that. Um, and just because I'm obsessed with TikTok, we're starting to see model horse people uh, show up on TikTok and do stuff. Uh, we have links to their TikToks uh, on um, our blog page. Erica Isabel is TikToking under uh, My Pokey Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was working on a horse. There's a video on TikTok of her working on a horse. It's a time-lapse video. And Raven Maddock is also on TikTok. I and uh I'm not sure what her name is, hmm. uh, but I will have that up on the blog. Excellent. I have a TikTok and it's not exciting, so you don't need to find I have me. a TikTok and it's cats. I have two videos of Skylar. I have ten videos of Sam and one of Molly. <laughs> I have a really cute one of Skylar helping us make the bed and that is really cute. It's funny. She's a maniac. <laughs> dilute, dilute. <laughs> all right uh do 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 what's next next is West- uh dendera karen gerhardt of westerly design is interested probably to figure out how big she wants to make the run and people that are um intending on um purchasing a dendera resin mm-hmm. so she's uh we have a link to her sales inquiry where you can fill out a uh yes or no or maybe i think well she she wants yes to know no. if you'll be painting it yourself or having it painted by somebody else and would you need time payments of two months yep. so yep. so she's thinking about be, it'll be somewhere between three and four hundred bucks nice yeah i want a china mm, that'll be a nice china i think he lends himself very well to china i want a china All right, and that's it for the news. We will be back with new releases. Big news from the North American Model Horse Show Association. North American Nationals are back for 2020 and its 25th anniversary. NAN 2020 is a two-day event in Lexington, Kentucky, and will be held July 7th and 8th, 2020 at the Hyatt Regency Lexington in the Bluegrass Ballroom. This is a new venue for NAN and offers 17,000 square feet for more show rings and the dates prevent conflict with Briarfest and other model horse events. NAN 2020 will feature new 25th anniversary champion and reserve champion medallions designed by Summer Prosser with lettering designs by artist Christina Riley. This year's NAN chairs are NAMSA VP Robin Roberts and President Sarah Parr. They will be joined by registrar Lindsay Diamond, NAN sponsorship chair Julia Platt, and head steward Vicki Kitzman. 
NAN show packets will be available to NAN attendees by end of March. Please visit the NAMSA website, www.namsa.org, for more information. Feel free to reach out with any questions to nanchair at namsa.org. We hope to see you there. You're listening to the Mayors in Black podcast. Okay, and we're back with new releases. I have a go back in for the news. It's not really news, but I wanted to shout out Christina Riley for doing <laughs> for uh, the greatest illustration of all time <laughs> for following up our Star Wars Jedi horse argument with a cute cartoon featuring featuring two black mares going at it with lightsabers, one in the hoof and one in the mouth. Uh, we posted it on Instagram and Facebook and it's so adorable. And we just wanted to thank Christina for doing such a super awesome yeah. thing for us. We love fan art, by the way. <laughs> we love fan art. <laughs> oh my goodness. So thank you, Christina. Uh, sorry, Siri's trying to talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Go away. Be quiet, Siri. Uh, okay. New releases. The Briars. Briar. The Briars. Briar, 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 Briar. So first off, we have the... Well, you talked about the sneak peek of the first special run Earl last week, and it has now been revealed to us. It is Its name is Epona, which is a name I was expecting for something because... Shocking. Epona is the god, the Celtic goddess of horses, donkeys, and mules. Uh-huh. And this Epona is a strapless and like a dark gray pinto. It's a very pretty... It's a very pretty pattern. It is very pretty. The color's pretty. Um, um, it's off to a good start, I think. I'm not a huge strapless person. I'm not, but she's got a lot of fans, so there's people that are going to be happy She does. About she has, that. well, the generation behind us loves her. Oh, just I know. like we love the Pam. They love strapless, so. Yeah. so I, I'm torn on her. I only have one other strapless, and it was a model I was given. So we'll see. We'll see what else they come up she'll, with. She'll, I think she'll side. be popular. I think she's really well done. So, yeah. I, I mean, this is, it looks like it's a good start for the oh, yeah, SR series. Good. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. So the second sneak peek mm. came out today. All it is is a shoulder shot, and it's the vintage Appaloosa that was on the performance Yeah, so that's, that I that's love. performance Appaloosa, Appaloosa, and I, that's, man. Yep. That is poison for that's me. That's my thing. That yeah. Is, I'm, I'm already turned on by this. Yeah. I saw somebody match it up with the George. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm not sure I buy that. I don't, I don't know, know that if... I buy that, but if I do, I'm going to weep. If if, if it's, that's the truth, <laughs> I am. It's going to be. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, he's going to be super awesome in that color. Yeah. If that's what it is, that's um, what it is. But we'll know Wednesday. Usually is when they do the reveal. Yeah. So everybody, hold on to their hats. Mm-mm-mm. This is not for sale for Briar. I just thought it was interesting that somebody has this much luck because <laughs> I don't. Uh, and it's not Aaron. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not uh, somebody I've ever someone, heard of. Someone uh, lucked into a Matt Claude. Mm-hmm. Which is the charcoal Shannondale. Which is the charcoal Shannondale from the Vintage Club. Right. And then from the Christmas decorator also got... A, I think they're calling it licorice, but everybody's calling it coal. Yeah. So put those both up for sale. I just, I was just fascinated that both those horses went up for sale by the same person at the same time. Yeah. I think they're both sold now. Both of their 
ads are down, but I just was fascinated that, so, you know, someone else got two licorices, so. Oh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Talk about feast or famine. Like, oh, well, I guess they probably funded a really nice vacation. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Paid off a student loan or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Good things. Yes. Okay, sculptures. So this first one I can't see because my computer hates model horse sales pages and thinks it's, you know, leading me to someplace terrible. I know. What's with the weird... Meanwhile, if I search for things, you got to be very careful with your search terms. Yes. <laughs> However, model horse sales pages, clearly the devil. So Rafe is an aged warm blood gelding. Oh my God. Now I really want he's to got see a, this. He's got a droopy limb. Mm -hmm. She probably has him on Facebook. Okay. This is Anna Dobrowolska Osko. Mm -hmm. She is in Netherlands, but I believe she's Polish yeah, so uh, by by okay. nationality. She is Horse and Bird Studios. So she did oh, that. Oh, okay. She's the one I sent you the I sheep, sheep from. Yeah. And she did the cute little Shetland. She's she's a really good sculptor. So this, you know, this is an old police horse or lesson horse or, mm. you know, he's seen better days, but, you know, he's been taken care of. He's just old, old, old with the droopy lip and his back's starting to sway a little bit and his quarters are getting a little hollow, he but he's divine. still a good boy. She's going to have 80 copies of this mm -hmm. and it looks like it's 250 euros. Mm. So it's spelled R-A-A-F. Uh, the ad is on... Model horse sales pages, but I'm sure um, she has pictures of it on her Facebook Probably. page as well. Mm. Nice. All right. Exciting. Painted sculptures. First up, we have a Duello by Brooke Lewis. Yeah, and this is not a name I'm not familiar with. He's he's really nice. Oh, his name Duello is Pennywise. Aw. No, I mean Brooke Lewis. Yeah, I know, I know. I was, she, she named him. <laughs> he's really cool. He is really cool. He's kind of a dark, dark rose. Gray. Dapple gray. Tossing, you know, Duello's tossing and charging and His, flexing. The, and the, the, the all those things that Duello does. The way the, the, the color kind <laughs> of like shifts on the mane and tail is really, really nice. Yeah. He's graying out fast in his mm -hmm. mane and tail. And he's graying out in his face and he's got the darker body, which I really like. He's very well done. Really beautiful. Nice mm -hmm. job. I'll keep an eye out for her. Pennywise. Mm -hmm. And we have, oh, Daffid. I for, keep forgetting Daffids are out in the world. I really like that pony, too. Um, but this one's, yeah, this one's by this Nikki Button. This is by Nikki Button, and it just sold, and I bit on it. Did get Sorry. it, and I'm really sad. And it's a really nice buttermilk buckskin with a lot of little dapples. It is. It's gorgeous. I like how the back legs are, that they're kind of almost that wild color. This is such a beautiful mm. sculpture. And, and her paint job just makes it really that just that really subtle subtle dappling yeah and ugh. he's beauty wah yes the big pink clippy on his nostril oh <laughs> so good the shading on his face is gorgeous yeah he's frosted in the mane he's just hmm. he's just delicious he's awesome yes he's yummy he's tasty morsel absolutely another tasty morsel is this anise by heather bullock she finally finished it. Woo! It's a really dark, like, a, this is a really young Dapple Gray. Yeah, yeah, she, we've been kind of following this sculpture because it's an, A, it's an Anna's, mm. and Heather Bullock does really great work, and she's been putting a lot into this, this paint job. Yeah. It's taken her a while to do it. But it's worth it. So he's, yeah, he's a dark starred apple with his face gray, or her, yeah. with her face graying out. Beautiful, beautiful, Made beautiful. Made and tail are almost white. Yeah. Yes. Gorgeous. 
very, very pretty. Oh, Heather. I'm gonna have to Yes, it's up for offers. It probably will be done by the time uh the show airs, but last I checked it was up to twenty one hundred. Oh, good for her. Which is a steal. Yeah. Good. I know that sounds ridiculous, but, but it's, in, it's a steal. In the map of Anises and how big how for how much I've seen him go for, it's a yeah. steal. Good job. Finally, Jana Wright, who I don't think we've talked about before. No. She's got a little Roan maple stirrup for sale. And I am not. And he's really good. He's super cute. I'm not in this group, so I can't see it. So hang. Micro Mini Artist Edition. Yes, I see it. I and, just, they won't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not fair. Well, I have to go through their questions. So the clicking you hear on my keyboard, Josh, is me joining the group for next time. <laughs> so he's... Uh, He's a corn-spotted roan. Uh, the barrel is black and gold, and it's got a dirt base, a dirt-designed yeah. base. And he's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed, she's been doing a lot. I knew of, you were so good. She's been doing a lot of little stuff on her own page. She just recently has been like, should I have an artist Instagram? And we're like, yes, you should. Yes, you should. Get with Let's it, go. woman. So he ends this Friday, so he'll be gone. By the time you hear about him. Yeah, he's have also new- in mod. He's also in model horse auction. Here, let me send you the link. Please do, please do, lady. I might bet on him. He's all- he's super damn. Cute. I know. I love it when you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I like that. Oh, he is cute. That is really nice, Jana. Yeah, it's easy to forget how tiny that horse is. Looking at it, I'm gonna save that. Keep my own. You should. Yeah, like he's a hundred really good. hundred twenty bucks right now. He should go for more than that. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a steal. Yeah, that is I'm a steal. Gonna, I'm gonna keep my little beady eye on right. that. That's a good one to keep a beady eye on. <laughs> and Jen Jen Buxton told me that one time when I was giving her stink eye. She was like, "Don't look at me like that with your beady eyes." <laughs> oh, Buxton! Yes, I, I I guess I get beady eyes when I get stink eyes. So. <laughs> All right, customs. I am not even going to try to pronounce this poor woman's name. <laughs> uh, this is Elizaveta Shirieva. And this is a CM miniature Albi. And she's really done quite a bit to and, him. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of... He's not really recognizable as an Albi. No, he's got a big old thickened up neck. His uh, legs have been pushed. It's like he's leaping yeah. Into a capriole? Yeah, or that's what I was saying. Not quite there yet. He's not jumping really. He's kind of just doing a leap yeah, forward. He's, uh, he hasn't quite he's left a little the ground bit of a, yet. Yeah, he's dapple bay. He's got a little bit of a skunk tail. He's very he's pretty. Very pretty. A lot of work. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of work on this guy. Hmm. She's only started him at 140 too. That's yeah. Insane. Yeah. She's redone his mane and tail, his neck, uh, his face a little bit. She's redone, like, his whole body. All his legs are in different positions. Yeah, his legs are in different positions, pretty much. His barrel yeah. might be untouched. That's about it. I guess she'd have to put his quarters back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Mm. We like. All right. We like. And now we have a, a slice. Mini Gustav. No. That's Mini Gustav. Yes. That's that we she has slice hashtag. That's why I thought it's not a slice, okay. but it's a mini Gustav. Yes, it's the mini Gustav um, that's from Germany. That's the hard, hard, hard plastic, and she seamed it. And who is she? Yana Dan- Danilova. Uh, it's Yana Danilova, uh, Delir uh, Studios. All right. She made Luna and 
Oh yeah, that was a nice horse. Luna and there's we just talked about a horse she had last week. Um, so yeah, I know. I can't remember his name, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, so she's she's super good. Mm. I think uh, Delir Studio is not just her; it's some other uh, Russian artists. Yeah. But yeah, so very nice. He's cute. So yeah, he's he's had his. He's actually really amazing. Yeah, he's had his his face redone, his mouth opened. I think she's uh, redone a little bit of his neck. She painted him this really vibrant red chestnut. He has a ton of personality. Chestnut. Yeah, he does. He is on. I want to say model horse sales pages. He's still up for offers, but I don't know how long they last. But he's, he's like, he's really great. That's great. Very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, If you look at side view, you can tell he's a good stuff. Hmm. Nice job. Yeah, you like. Woo! Now we have a, next up we have a Copper Fox Welsh Cobb turned into a fjord. And this is a great idea. Yeah. He totally looks like a fjord. This was posted. This is post. It was not posted by Frosty Birch Studios, right. but she did credit her. So this is Wild Horse Studio 16 is the link. Mm-hmm. And it says Lucas Custom Copper Fox made into a fjord by Frosty Birch Studio. And this is a great job. Yeah, this is a really well done horse. Yep. Yeah. There's only one picture, but it looks really great at this angle. Redone the mane and tail. It's still in the same position, but yeah. Yeah. The, the the black on his looks legs is really, really nice. He's yeah, he's really good. Frosty enjoy that. Birch. Oh, Frosty Birch. Frosty Where Birch. Where are you? Mm-hmm. All these young people. I they're not coming up on Insta. Maybe they don't have an Insta. Well, I don't know. Well, perhaps not very happy about that. Anyway, perhaps she will enlighten. Shout us. out! Shout out to Frosty Birch Studio. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that with us, Wild Horse Studios. Audrey Dixon, yeah. which I think we featured her before, yeah, too. Yeah, I think so. When your name's familiar. All right. And our final custom is uh, a little uh, Stablemate Warm Blood by Lamati Repaints, who is a, she's a 22-year-old yes. German girl. Or 22-year-old yes, German. this is one we don't, yeah, we don't have the name yeah. for her, but this is a cutie patootie. Yeah, he is very cute. It's the new little Warm Blood, and she's braided his mane and painted him Bay Tobiano. Yeah, he's very adorable. Nice big white face and so cute yep he like yeah he looks really good yeah, he does all right all right and that is all our customs that is custom and then into china 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 all uh kyg all the time yes this is the uh westerly design china section <laughs> <laughs> for the second week in a row <laughs> like and the- she put up a advanced copy of Dendron China, and I didn't catch it till it was too late. Yes, and you have you get to ch- choose the color too. Yeah, you get to pick the color for CMG Dendra. So dang it, yeah, nice. <laughs> so that's already closed, but she's moving forward. It's nice to know she's moving forward with the China edition too. Yes, I guess it looks like part of the plan is he's going to be on display at uh, Briarfest. Yes. Very nice. I hope she brings some custom glaze stuff. Oh well, she said he's gonna bring. She's gonna bring him. I need to snatch up some stuff. Mm. Oh, here's another uh, one. She also oh, it was a commission though. Her, the, uh, she also finished uh, CMG Oki Rio. Yes, that was a commission. And he is he's a cutie patootie. He is really nice, and she's free, free, free from commitments. So boo, like for now, for now, for now. For now. <laughs> I, he's very pretty. He's very pretty. <laughs> I think he's Bay or Buckskin. I think he's buckskin. Yeah. 
think he's glossy yeah, too. too. He's really pretty. He's very nice. His, his little pink nose. His pattern is very pleasing. Yes, his pattern's excellent. Look at his eye. Yeah. Oh, his eye is amazing. I love the, the how she did his muzzle too. Yes. Yeah, he's really good. He's very nice. We like him, Karen. Well, lucky ducky, whoever yeah, got whoever him. Whoever got him. Congrats. Yay. All right. All right. Moving on to tack. Tackalacka. So you have this first item uh, by desktop uh, stables as lead ropes, but these are actually reins. Are they? Yeah. There's two clips. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. These are reins. They're very yeah, cute. Yeah, they are. And they're nice because they're braided. They're, they have the little clips so you can change them out real quick. And they're braided so they'll drape nice. Yep. So ideal. There are two sets. These there's pink and pink and purple, and then blue and white. Mm -hmm. By desktop stables, and they're adorable. I think she said she was going to post a tutorial on how she made these. They look like a nice some kind of. I don't know how many strand braid that is, but I believe Nichelle is coming to Briarwest as well. So well, I will miss meeting her because work. Unless something happens at my doctor's I'm, meeting tomorrow. I'm still saving you a bed, man. You never know. You know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. You could just, you know, pull the network thing and be like, my man is hell and I'm not going to take we'll, it anymore. We'll see. You'll be this, probably the third to know. Natalia <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marasheva, racing tack. This is really Very nice. Very cool. Yes, this is really nice. So it's a, a red themed tack, it looks like. She's one of the interesting thing about these is she has the racing roll and she has the white brow band, but then she has two different colors of leathers in the bridle, which I think is super yeah. interesting. There's a, a more uh, reddish brown and then there's a darker one, the Havana color. She's got the rubber, like at least simulated rubber reins and then uh, red overgirth and a red pad with a yellow nine. Yeah, this is a really nice. It looks and really the little good. tiny racing stirrups. It's really it great. really good on this horse. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. It, she's got it in the picture on an infinity. Mm -hmm. It's like perfect. Like, yeah, yeah, excellent. Really nice work. Mm -hmm. Darn Russians. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I I sent this one to you too. The this Outlander tack. Yes, this is I really, really cool. like this. I'm glad you caught this because I did not see this at all. Yeah, I like this a ton. So so I don't follow. I don't don't watch Outlander. It sounds like something would be up my alley, but I don't watch it. So the miracle about this setup of Outlander is nobody's naked. <laughs> oh, I heard that. Yeah, I've heard that about the show. It's <laughs> funny, you know. Uh, anyway, there's only one person. If, if you watch, if you've watched Outlander, you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of nudity. <laughs> well, it's a time uh, travel. So there's the time travel involved in this, is there not? Like, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, lots. Okay. Uh, this is Donna uh, Allen Eagle Nest tack, and it's an Outlander setup, and it's really good. Yeah, it is really amazing. So many of these tack makers are doing these intricate, like, costumey kinds of things lately. Yeah. I just, oh, I want to fall on the floor. So, yeah, so it's Jamie Frazier in his clan outfit, and then she's got the horse tacked up in, I'm not sure it's period, but it's, uh, but it's right for the, it's how the horse is tacked up in yeah, the show. Yeah, so, so. accurate. So he's got a knife and he's got a kilt and he's got his, you know, he's got his pull down boots on and mm, it's really nice. Yeah. And he's dressed. And he's so, clothed. You know, he is wearing a kilt, <laughs> but he's clothed. <laughs> yeah. So this is really great. I approve. This is, you know, I approve. <laughs> 100 percent on brand for Outlander. 
I, it, does she say she's selling it? Um, she didn't say. I'm not sure if it's a personal project. Oh, Joan. It, no, no. She, she listed Joan people Gale. that helped her. So probably Joan yeah, helped Joan with the Yeah, Joan Gale and Mayor Mayor helped with something. Yeah. yeah. Mayor probably did the pad. Probably. Okay. Love uh, it. Yes. And then finally, Anna Helt. <laughs> this week in Anna Helt is crazy. It's not a, It's not polo tack. It's <laughs> this is a really beautiful it's, Western it's pleasure set. It is a really set. beautiful Western pleasure set, yeah. She's been working on this and, you know, it's got little red and black accents and maple leaves. I believe it's her Canadian set. And, you know, she just ups her game every single it's piece got, she like, does. a tasteful amount of silver. It's not overloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she hasn't done the full album yet, but this is just a look at her setting it yeah. up to take pictures. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Really Approve. good. Approve. Anna, you're the we best. Like. Yes. And then into our other section, we got two medallions to talk about. Two medallions. The first one is this is the Namopemo medallion that Amanda Brock has turned into a unicorn and painted it basically a literal star dapple blue. Yes. It's pretty. It's a fantasy yeah. color. He's got a glitter background, stars, like literal, literal stars. star dapples all over his mm-hmm. body. Um, he's got a horn and he's this lovely gradations of shading between white aqua sky blue darker royal yeah, blue it's very very pretty he's very pretty this is a little kind of uh, boomerang look at mm-hmm. him he's awesome yeah and the other one we have is um by cynthia i'm gonna mess her name up cynthia wyatt cynthia, Riley. cynthia wyatt Riley. this is such a good i saw this on facebook portrait. it's it's a it's a portrait commission and it is an Appaloosa, and it's like got that vitiligo thing going on on its face. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, when when horses that gray out start you know, depigmenting mm-hmm. and start you know losing their melanin and their faces, and that's exactly and their what pole. it looks like. Yeah, yeah, and it's this is really yeah, good. I can't this really is really good. She captures the the that what do you call it? What would you call that? I mean, it just... Is there a word it, for it? Like a... Is there a word? Condition of... Uh, not sure what you're reaching for. Because, well, it's not a marking. Like, it's, no, it's, it's de- an it's actual... Depigmented, it's vitiligo. It's depigmented. Right, but, like, it... That's the word for it. The characteristic, <laughs> yeah. I guess. That's the word for it. And it looks just like that. It's amazing. <laughs> like, I can't tell, but it looks like they're just little tiny hairs all in the face and neck yeah. and stuff. It's like he's got a very fine coat, or maybe he's wet and you can see all his skin underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. And I love, I love this medallion anyway. So this is a really great combination. Yes, we approve. Way to, way to go, Cynthia. We like it. Likey. All right. All right. That is our new releases. Uh, we will be back with Instagram in progress spotlight. The Mares in Black podcast. All right, and we're back with Instagram Spotlight. Yay. First Instagram. We have uh, Chrissy Gorham. And this link is actually on Facebook, but I'm, does she have this on Instagram too? Yeah, there wasn't there. I couldn't find her on Instagram, so I pulled this off Modelholics because okay. I just thought it was. There's I mean, been some yes, nice stuff popping up on Modelholics lately. Yeah, 
as a rule, I want to keep it on Instagram, but this was just Yeah, this is cute. an exception. He's a little baby, um, what is this, the Halflinger Foal? Yeah. Okay, this is the Briar Halflinger Foal, and he is done in pastels, and he is like, he's that baby Baby, bay, baby dark bay. But he's like dark baby, but he has so contrasty. Um, he gets almost, like, very cream colored on his belly and almost black on his top line. Right. And that's a hard transition to make, and she did it wonderfully. And it actually looks like full fuzz. Yeah. Like, it's so light and so dark in so many places, which is really indicative of full fuzz. Like, look at his like, little you're, face. you're not even sure what kind of color he's going to be under it, and he hasn't gotten his goggles yet. Yeah. So, he's super cute. He's super cute. Yeah, she's very, very yeah. well done for what he is. Yeah. We like. Yes. Missy Gorham. Very nice. And then we're going back to uh, Cynthia Wyatt Briley with uh, Fidget. Yes, look at this is a Fidget in progress. This is the micro, correct? Yes. Because this is like. Yes, there's only a micro right now. 50 times his actual size. Like, I can't. (laughs) How are you people doing this? She's doing a leopard Appaloosa. It's in progress. So it looks like she only has a cut. She's got the base coat down and she's doing the white. Um, she's blocking that in, and so it's it's got a ways to go, but it looks really yeah, good. It really does wow! It, it looks bigger than it is in this picture. I don't like you know. by a lot. Yeah, like it looks bigger than. A I mean, I think made. Maggie has has plans to make fidget bigger. traditional, but this is yeah. She has not done it yet, so this is not it. Oh my gosh! So we're gonna be interested to see how that yeah, turns I, out. I'm super interested in that, Cynthia. You maniac. Okay, so I was gonna tag you on this horse too. Oh, this uh, this is one of these cool things that popped up on Modelholics. Yeah. So this is uh, Natalie Grace Windig William, and this is a 3D sculpture that she did. So she did this in a computer. William's the name of the horse. Oh, William is the name of the horse. I'm sorry. Yes. But William. But uh, she's posted kind of her her in progress pictures and stuff like that as she was yep. working on him. Now. Maybe I dreamed this, but I think Maggie printed. She a did. Copy I saw that today. Yeah, there is a okay. printed copy that she had out. So I'll go find that and mm-hmm. add this to the to the links on the page. But yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it's really encouraging to see people. You know, more and more people getting into the digital sculpting. It's very exciting. Yeah, Natalie Grace, mm-hmm. we approve. We do. Yeah, he's going to be cool. Yeah, I don't know what size he's going to be. He looked pretty small. Yeah, he looks. I that, thought he was like stable matey ish size. Yeah, not super tiny, but oh, there's her reference picture. If you scroll down in the comments, yeah. Yeah. nice. Hmm. It's a Suffolk punch. Oh yeah, I can believe that. He looks punchy. Yep. Punchy. punchy. All right. And uh, next up from Soul Pony Studios is Heather Jackson Lane, doing lots of spots. She's spotting everything. She really She's got a. I can never Fuck remember tick. up the. Min- Uptick, okay. I, I was going to say, I can never remember the name of the micro upbitty. Uptick, yeah. And a couple of medallions. Yeah. So she's spotting away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool to see how those turn out. Got a couple things on there. So. Yeah. Okay. She is working she away. She really is. She's going to be charging a bunch of money before you That would be okay. <laughs> Get her while she's learning. Yeah. Um, and Destrier Studio, Amelia, I want to say Amelia Clark, but that's not it. That's a... Uh, no. Amelia Clark, Clark. is Lisa. <laughs> Clark is, I mean, is the mother Amelia of dragons. Carilla could be the mother of dragons, but we don't know. <laughs> so she's given a sneak peek of her newest sculpture. So it's on the Instagram. He's got big ears. He does. He's got a big noggin, too. He's got a giant noggin. 
I don't know. His ears don't be big, look big enough to be a mule. Is he muley, do you think? She says, here's oh, a sneak peek of my new chap on the workbench. He's still a work in progress, but I hope it's not too difficult to guess the breed, even at this stage. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to guess the breed yet. I, I was trying, um, like, you don't think he's a mule. He's, his ears are too short for uh, that. Yeah. Maybe a cladruber. They have giant oh, ears. Oh, maybe, yeah. And they have a giant head like that. And it's, and it's, yeah, he's got that that uh, ro- that Roman yeah, noggin. But, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, somebody guessed a Campolina. Mm, not really sure. I don't know about that. Says exotic breed. So maybe. Mm, we'll see. But I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> and old mold gold. We don't know who this person old... is, correct? No. Uh, it says on the... The description it says Joe J O with the with the pronouns they them. Okay. So. All right. But here is a handful of micro minis that they have various been on. levels of being done. Yeah, ones on a stick like a lollipop. Yes. I like that that one has all the <laughs> colors blocked out the way it is too. Yeah, yeah. So there's a drafter. Uh, looks like a teak. It looks like the Arab, the latest Arab from Maggie's yep. monthly. I'm not sure what the one on the stick is. Looks like it's been moved quite a yeah. bit. He almost looks like he might be a hackney when he's done. Maybe. Yeah. These are, it would be interesting to see uh, how these turn yeah. out. These are... I can't get my head around working on something this small. I, I can't either. I mean, because I get them in my hand and I'm like, I don't even understand why this is as good as it is. <laughs> I would just shake and drop Yeah, it. I, I mean, like, I could... You know what? I can make this black. Would you like a black horse? I can yeah, make it black. With a, with a spray can. Yeah, with a spray can. <laughs> Oh, I lost it because the spray can blew it off whatever I was standing on. <laughs> blew it into the blew next into state. The next, to the road. Especially the resins the pewter just fall right. over, Ben. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Consart it! <laughs> you kids. You kids in your micros. <laughs> ah! Oh, I like this next one. <laughs> oh, Tomas? Yes. So we got referred to this mm-hmm. uh, Needle Netties, which is a UK hobbyist by the name of Tomas, and it's Needle Felt ponies. And they are so adorable. They are so adorable. That little pony, I want to just bite him in the face. So uh, the the picture, of course, is in progress, but if you go uh, to their page, there's, there's a bunch of wonderful projects that he's uh, completed. Or in progress and shows him in bed working on it with his cat working on his nice. stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Neo felting is, is just one of those things I don't get. So Yeah, I don't really understand how it works. I'd like to try it, but I know Bev Manderfeld and, of course, uh, Kristen Cermelli do it. Uh, so it might be fun to try yeah. it. Somebody ought to do a clinic. Oh, there you go. Cermelli, do a clinic. Yeah. We, we demand. <laughs> we demand. We demand a clinic. <laughs> So cute. That pony is that adorable. That little pony I want to mm, bite, bite yeah. right in the face. <laughs> just, sorry. That's how Jackie shows That's love. I show love. I abuse you she physically. Bite things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Zorita Tack customized Proud Air Mare. So this is very much in progress, but it certainly looks like it's going to be cool. Yeah. So ba- baseline body is the same, but the, the neck's been kind of completely redone and lowered down a little bit her tail is up over her back and yeah her tail's flippy it's been blocked yeah. out to fall down this you know flipped over and fall down the side of her her hindquarter. quarter her head's been reattached to the neck so 
be interested to see where she goes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to see what happens with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, I think it's a very elegant stance for her. Yeah. Looks very Arab. So it might be in and the neck. Oh, the neck. Amy DeWall I mean, uh, the, is the name of the customizer. Yeah, the neck looks good, like as a concept. Yes. So, so we will see. Like it. All right, Amy. Mm-hmm. Keep that. Yeah. And Jennifer O'Donnell, O'Donnell Danza Jen is. She's doing a bunch of restorations lately too. But this is her name. Oh, pay more horse, and this is. A, I think it's a CM. I don't know what this is, but I'm on board. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> It doesn't look like an airball. Team vintage, she says. Uberl. No, it doesn't. Yeah, so I don't know if she CM this horse for herself. Let us know, yeah. Jen. Looks like she just put a coat of primer on yeah, it. Yeah, I can't tell what, it, get can't tell what it was. Love that. I am such a sucker for a I, I like this head turn, too. This is really yes. nice. Yeah, it looks good. It's hard to do well. Yeah. Of course, this looks nice. Mm-mm. Ah. Well, let's see. Oh, Amanda Brock hair. What? Oh, what? what? Amanda does Amanda hair. Does hair. That's a lot of hair. Uh, so Amanda's been doing a custom, and this is this is the hair, and the hair is it's like the Breck girl. It's beautiful, <laughs> thick and flowing, and thick and flowing, and it's got some feathering in it. What horse is this? <laughs> it's a CM. I'm not really sure what all yeah, it's I'm made out of. Scale it is. She's redone the neck. If you look at her page, you can see body shots of it. It's drafty looking. It, it's a drafter for sure. Is it a Shannon Dell? I think it's a Shannon Dell. Might be. Look at the feathers on him, too, speaking of hair. Right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, she just needs to do the tail, and then we'll all die yes. of jealousy. Tail's blocked in. <laughs> yep. Might be ready to die already. Oh, Amanda. What are we going to do? Amanda? <laughs> all right. This is a medallion? I thought this was a 3D. Yes, thing. it's a medallion. No, it's a full medallion. Oh, my goodness. I don't know who did this full medallion, but it's adorable. It is adorable. So this is Georgia Paget working on this full medallion. And he's like a little apricotty done with a little appy blanket on his bottom. He's so cute. Very cute. Or he could be baby chestnut. Could be baby I'm not chestnut. really sure. Or maybe bay. Maybe his legs but, are get, look a little gray there. Yeah, we don't know. It's in progress. We're, so who so knows? we're just guessing wildly, basically. That's what I do. We'll be interested to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yay. He's a commission, looks like, too. Lucky person. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows who did this fall, let us yeah. know, because I'm starting to lose track of some of the... Of all the things. All the medallions that are flooding the market. It's a lot of nice medallions, boy. Yeah, they just pop up in artist feeds, and I'm, I'm like, where, yeah, where, where does that, that one come from? <laughs> uh, Hannah W. I'm gonna, I, uh, I want to try and pronounce her name correctly, but i got to look at it. Oh, it doesn't say. Yeah. I think it's... Hannah's Horses. Weisengard. Um, she's in our area. Mm-hmm. She just got a Frisian. Oh my goodness! Full. Oh, I saw yeah. that post actually. Yeah, she has painted this herself. She collects a lot of really nice horses, but she's done this herself. So this is this is a Zephyr named Mister Panda. This is a cute pony. Like Isn't his head cute? is like his face is real. Yeah, he's got a little blue yeah. eye. She's done that from from this picture. It looks really nice. And then she's, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of the paint the paint pattern. It reminds me of the Briar Midge Shetland pony. Yes, Midge. From the vintage, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, she's not done with it, but he's, he's super, super cool. cool. She's she needs motivation, so we're here to say go, go, Hannah, yeah, go. Get him. It looks really good. Keep going. Oh, I saw this. Bah. Bah. Yeah, this 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 chainmail. 
That's crazy. Oh, yes. Please talk okay. about Okay. So uh, <laughs> I saw this on Facebook, but this is uh, pictures on Instagram. Um, so this is Danny Udris who's making uh, change. I don't know what the ultimate plan is for this, but all those little links of cha- of all those little rings, she put those all together in that sheet. Oh, no oh, way. way. That's insane. Wow. That's like hours and hours and hours worth of work just to make that little piece. That is great. Yeah. So I, I'm very excited to keep an eye. I also believe this is like a, this is a larger than traditional scale draft horse. She has this on. I think this is one of these Mr. Z horses. Oh, hi, Molly. Uh-huh. <laughs> she just jumped in the background. Hi, baby. Um, so I'm interested. I don't know if she's planning on making like a full chain mail set of barding for this horse or what the deal is. But I'm I'm following this one very excitedly because. I, I don't know. I'm impressed by anybody who's going to make chain mail by hand because it is incredibly time consuming. Yeah. Like it is, it yeah. is on the same level as hair by hair roans, like that kind of nuts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's the horse? It's a, it's a, I believe it is a Mr. Z Shire. It's like these slightly larger oh, horses. The, yeah. Yeah. For sure, I know what but, you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. And that's everything for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, in progress spotlight this Ooh. week. Uh, shout us out if you want us uh, to see your work in progress and share your stuffs so in your stories and we'll uh, we'll we'll reblog we'll, them. we'll re restore them whatever you whatever do. they it's call not that retweeting it's not tweeting <laughs> retweet your Instagram we'll, we'll put it they'll re, we'll recycle your Instagram story in our story so more people see it right we're trying to keep up damn it <laughs> I enjoy seeing those things with the mares and black tags on it always makes me happy yeah it's so cool. Uh, and we'll be back with uh, the focus topic, which is OF Briar uh, Collectability with Kelly Karacher and Kelly Weimer. North American Nationals 2020 is looking for volunteers, sponsors, and donations. Please consider helping out. NAN 2020 sponsorship opportunities will be announced through the NAMSA mailing list and Facebook regional groups. Please contact NAN Sponsorship Chair Julia Platt at nansponsorship at namsa.org for more information. NAMSA Vice President and NAN Co-Chair Robin Roberts is looking for judges and staff to volunteer for NAN 2020. Please email her at nanchair at namsa.org for a link to the NAN volunteer form or check out the link on the Mares in Black show blog. For more information, visit www.namsa.org. And thank you for your consideration. Okay, we're back and we are uh, about to do our interview with the Kellys, uh, which went really, really well. Yeah, we spoke to them earlier today for about 45 minutes. Yep, and uh, on lots of wide-ranging topics about collectability and and, uh, the hobby. Mm -hmm. So uh, listen in. Greetings, everybody. Uh, this is Jackie from Mares in Black, and I am here today with my co-host, Heather, and we have Hi. Kelly Weimer and Kelly Karacher, who are informally known as the Kellys of Briar Original Finish Collecting. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Do you have a little bit of a delay when you when you hear me? Yeah, a little, little, and there was, was some little, garble. There was a little Max Hedgerman going on there. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's great. We love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, We'll just, we'll fix it in post. It'll be great. (laughs) We'll do it live. (laughs) All right. So um, so we'll get started with the kind of the the basic questions that I like to ask everybody. But how did you guys get into model horses? 
I'll go first. It was the basic, I always wanted a pony. Mom and dad didn't want me to have a pony. So they filled me with plastic ponies. <laughs> that's, I just kept getting them and getting them and getting them. So that's where it started. How old were you when that got started? Wow. I'm old. I was probably seven years old when I got a black Appy running stallion for Christmas for my grandmother. Good choice. Yeah. That was my first one. <laughs> and what about you, Kelly W.? I started when I was four, wanted a pony, didn't get a pony, uh, got a Palomino Faz instead. <laughs> and the original. original from there was the plastics until I was out of grad school and I finally bought my real one. Oh, wow. So how did you guys meet? It's a good story. It is oh, a good story. Yeah. <laughs> We were actually, I had gone with another collector, Lucy Kuzluk, mm-hmm. to a flea market in Greensburg, Hannistown, which was her turf, and we did not know that. Yeah. One of us was carrying, was I carrying a fighting stallion, or was it you? It was Lucy. Lucy was carrying a gray appy fighting stallion, and Kelly walked up to us with the, where did you find that, and why are you here, kind of story. <laughs> but we actually got to talking there at the flea market talked to kelly about briar fest because lucy and i had already been to a briar fest and kelly had never gone we told you about it and told you you're totally welcome to come with us and i think from then on we were the pit crew that was nice Summer of 96 is when we met, because it was either right after Briarfest or too late for that year. It was too late. Yeah, and 97 was the first Briarfest we hung out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like I said, we're old. <laughs> 97 was a good year for the hobby, I'd say. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of people who get into their models are kind of into their models thinking of them as like, you know, the horse substitute. That's what we all, you know, a lot of us do that. Um, however, you know, you guys are seem much more focused on these models as collectible objects. So kind of how did that kind of come about? Like what aspect of that did you find so attractive that you've dedicated your hobby lives to the collectability <laughs> of OF plastic briars? There you go. So that was the second horse that I ever got as a kid. I called her Shiny. Mm-hmm. She was a mahogany bay proud Arabian foal. Um, you know how they came with the little catalogs. I saw they came in lots of colors, but for some reason, I knew not to play with Shiny because to me, she was special because she looked fancy because she was Shiny. So she lived in my mom and dad's bedroom. I wouldn't, I put her in there so I wouldn't be tempted to play with her. And from there, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I ended up with a subscription to JH. And by that point, I admit it might have been, it was around nine. And I saw the, um, the chestnut saddlebred wainling, there were a thousand for the subscriber special and uh, you know, I wanted this horse. My mom, my mom's like, no, I'm not going to send a check to these random people. And, you know, so <laughs> I've always wanted that. And I'm like, there are things that are in the catalog that I don't have, nor can I get. So my desire to obtain those like non-catalog releases, I guess, started really young. And then the horses international um, <laughs> flyers used to come in the mail. You could get like a really cool dapple gray something for 1999 or 1399. You didn't know what it would look like. And, 
order it sight unseen and be really happy with what you got. (laughs) (laughs) Probably was the same thing for me. It was the Sears catalog Christmas special run. I felt like I needed to have all of them. And mom and dad was like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I got with Sears and Montgomery Ward. I was like, these aren't in the catalog. Oh, that's, I had the same thing. <laughs> I cried that no one would buy me the rig seckers with the carriages and the harness. Mm. They were like, no way are we spending one hundred forty dollars on that. <laughs> I yeah. want so bad. Never got one. Yeah. Even the flockies are out of, I guess, my price range. For, right. for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did convince my parents to send a random check for that saddlebred weanling. And we lived very close to Wayne, New Jersey. And it was gone before my check got there. Wow. Yeah. I had to buy them on eBay like 30 years later. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, childhood trauma. No. See, I have them now. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think makes a given briar collectible? Because I always feel like this is like like the alchemy of hobby stuff. Because it, it's not just that it's old. It's not necessarily just that it's rare. It's this whole combination of things. So what do you guys think goes into it? Hmm. Correct. It is a combination of all of those. And I think at this point in the hobby joy that we have now we're getting to the point where it's either vintage collectible or modern collectible because anymore they're apples and oranges mm-hmm. right the, the chest colors the paint jobs are phenomenal you know the limited numbers with how large the hobby has gotten as opposed to finding you know even something like an old mobile proud arabian mare is not nearly as hot as she was seven eight years ago mm-hmm. right i think um just the, the what's hot now factor plays a lot into what current, current things are selling at. Um, like there's no way to predict anymore. Well, that's going to even out at this price. There's some things that consistently stay a lot higher than I think I would have expected. And, you know, not that we're looking to do another Briar Guide. Mm-hmm. Slash, there's never going to be a Briar Guide. But at this point, I wouldn't even know what to sell <laughs> to assign as values because there's so many things that would be determined by auction because there's a lot of I think big players in the game right. at this point uh, price things like thousands of dollars out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was, I, I was super shocked when that mosaic, that glossy mosaic went for as much as it did. Oh like, yes, it's collectible. Yes. It's rare, but aren't there still 20 of them? That's, uh, I mean, predicated on that alone, it should not have gone for even half that much. And then part of it is you just have maybe two or three people who really want that one, that horse. They've been hunting for it forever and ever, and they're going to stop at nothing to get it. Um, But collecting, as far as even judging collectability, it's becoming harder and harder unless the show really is split up between vintage and and modern. Because as a collector, I kind of always want to go with the oldies because you have to add that age factor in. But then you'll have this phenomenal test color Alvarozo on the table. And how can you not pin that as collectible either? Right. So kind of going into into that, what's your general approach to collectability when you're judging it? So, uh, age, rarity, desirability, condition, and then just 
you know, judge's overall impression, but the ordering of that, I mean, I, I, I think rarity plays a big factor into it and then desirability like Kelly was saying. Specific molds. I yeah. mean, you know, a test color chemosabi may still never do well at all in collectability. Mm-hmm. Condition-wise, it's something, an old vintage model that has some lumps and bumps. I'm more likely to overlook that than something that's new that would have the same, that would be in the same condition. I was going to ask about that. Like, if you're talking about something that's grayly, grayly rare and it's got some damage, can you can forgive that? I would something like a Wedgwood Fury on the table with a oh, for something at me, like a glossy Allegro. Yeah. Okay. Wedgwood Fury. Yeah. Right. All the time. Even with a few bumps, to me, the Wedgwood Fury is still more collectible. Mm-hmm. Even sure. though you know, the Allegro is really hot right now, really popular. That would be my pen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. And how do you guys, uh, is there a preferred format you like for collectability? Because I know you mentioned kind of the old versus new, kind of they dealt with that in China, not or still dealing with that in China, where you have the really old collectible stuff and then the newer stuff, which is just so different in, in how detailed it is and how realistic the paint jobs are. And you guys are, you're, you're getting that in plastic collectability. So how do you guys, what's your dream, like, class setup? for a collectability show. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> you thought about this. We <laughs> held that, that show. show. And then um, Sarah Townsend has also held that show. Yes. Um, and I think C4, Robert Robert's show is going towards that yeah. format where they're, they're going strictly based on collectability. It's not like you've got one entire class list and you're just judging it. One judge's breed and one judge's collectability. it almost into decades and numbers produced. Okay. The, fabulous nice. the Fabulous Collectability Show um, that was held in Indiana last summer. I think this year it's like the first weekend in August. Um, it was also split by decade. It was so much fun. Yeah. What was turnout for that like out of curiosity? Oh my gosh. She sold out, right? She sold out. Steph Bottomer is there. Um... I'm going to say there are maybe 20, 25 entrants. Oh, that's good. Not bad. For straight up collectability. Yeah. That's good. I mean, they had vintage customs, China's. There were a lot. It was a pretty expansive class list. Uh, I went across different types of models. There were a lot of diehard OF collectors there, and it was really stiff, good competition. (laughs) Do you feel like the newer newer vintages are lending themselves more to um, just straight up one of a kind? Or the newer collectability type horses because so many are test runs or micro runs you know as far as collectability like what's the number i know like the number for vintage can be larger because you don't know how many are out in the wild and has survived you know people's childhoods and yard sales but like what's the number for the last 10 to 15 years on horses what's the magic number for like being super collectible like, is it 100? Is it smaller? 50? Under 50, 150. I would say, for super rare. Yeah. Because now the runs of 150, the 3 to 500, they're just becoming common. Right. That's There's what I was so many of those runs. And I think, I think too, there's been so many one-of-a-kinds that, I don't want to say it's going to get, like, stone where everything's special right. and everything's 
they've kind of lost their their touch of being super collectible because there are more things like um like the early bird models or like some of the the briar fest live show prizes that are like one of one of 11 one of 12 they're 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 more obtainable because there's more than one out there mm-hmm. so to me they're almost more collectible because more people want them right. unless it's an iconic vintage test color like you say blue jesus like blue jesus yeah. Yeah, the Copenhagen Belgian is okay. <laughs> Who is Blue Jesus? Blue Jesus. I'm sure, I'm sure Blue Jesus has a real name, but we've called him Blue Jesus. You know. But exactly. <laughs> the test run market is getting more inundated. So they're not becoming as rare as say a vintage mint condition Copenhagen Mustang. Sure, okay. You can get a vintage Deco for under four figures if the time is right on eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Oh, man. There's still ones I need to add. It's my turn into a shot. It seems like even if, even if you buy a test at the auction, it seems as if your resale value is not there. Yeah. Because you've had that auction high, everybody's bidding, and you can't get it back out of the model. Yeah, I, think, I, I mean, I think there's, unless it's like an Alvarozo, I think there's a, wa- a high watermark and mm-hmm. people go way above. Like, I constantly, I'm like, you're never going to get that back out of that horse. Yeah. You know? yeah. We've been for like 20 years, though, and some of the really old Briarfest test sellers are now selling for four figures like the galaseno that was on the model her sales page not, that was uh, not sales pages but um it was on one of the pages there was yeah. like a from one of the early buyer auctions that went for four figures we were a little shocked by that wow. <laughs> yeah the galaxino really can you guys say that again? You got, you got a little garbled up there about the, the Galsinho. Oh, he was uh, almost like the Indian pony Pinto. Yeah. Huh. It was also older compared to the new tests. Wow. Everybody's conga something, man. That is the truth. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. It is true. So we, you, you had already briefly mentioned the books. How did the books come about? Oh, that Felicia. was Felicia. Yeah. Felicia Brown started. So did she come to you guys for information or, or just research or, or, you know, how kind of how did that all happen? It started with the Francis collection. I mean, Felicia's local to us. Um, she lives maybe like 45 minutes um, southwest of where I do and maybe an hour from Kelly, right. depending on which way you go. And, you know, so she's been you know, in the hobby scene for a while and, um, we had a, there was a local dealer that we all went to, um, but I think just helping out with the Francis collection, that uh, collection of tests that was sold out of the Holiday Inn in mm-hmm. 2004 and five. Can you explain what the Francis collection is? Because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Karen Francis Gibbs, she was um, the daughter of a guy uh, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin or Iowa, yeah, somewhere, somewhere west of pittsburgh <laughs> but not as far not as far as colorado uh, he did dioramas in his basement i don't know what else he did beside models but uh he would always buy two of something for one one for he and one for one for his wife and it was all in the 70s so there was a ton of regular run stuff um but i guess his contact through briar 
uh, didn't always have what he was looking for. So he would say, hey, paint me um, two smoke Mustangs, uh, two charcoal map Mustangs. Can you imagine? (laughs) So this this woman bought Felicia's, I think at that point it would have been third or fourth edition book and and wrote her. I was like, your book's missing these models. And she said, well, what do you mean? Maybe you're just not looking them up right. And then she sent Felicia's pictures and Felicia was like, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Party check. Hello. Uh, so at that point, I think for some time we had had, um, was it the equestrian suite, the Holiday Inn? Yeah. It was that corner on the first row, uh, coming down right off the lobby. In the 100s. Yeah, yeah. There was like a super suite. Um, and at that point we had been in there for a while. Um, so it was like the place to buy and sell. And Felicia contacted us about um, hosting the selling of the models out of that room. Wow. And we said, sure, we can help facilitate that. So we helped her with that. Additionally, with with the books, Mm -hmm. Felicia contacted myself, Lucy, I think Pat Henry, because we had some of the larger collections. And for our photos, to use our models for photos. Fourth edition, right? That was from the beginning. From the beginning. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that was going to be my yeah. question. Like, how how did, uh, like, that was one of the things about the books that I love. Like, the, 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 the photos were exhaustive. Oh, yeah. Like, what, how far did you guys have to go to get to document all that? Well, when I, for the fifth edition, um, Felicia and I took a number of trips, um, out east, uh, we went to the Hillmans and saw their collection. I know she went and uh, photographed Dean and Ida's collection. Um, at that point, I was judging Briar West for the first time. So anytime I saw a model on a show table after the class was done, I was like, hey, can I come get a pic of that? Um, it became kind of, I don't want to say there was burnout involved, but getting kind of. getting pictures of like that one thing that the book was missing. Um, that, yeah, it was it burnout. Was it was absolute burnout because I would <laughs> schedule people to stop by our hotel room so I could put the set up and get the lights and you know, track down the people for, for the next book. And it was, it was a lot. And at that point, um, identify your briar came online and it's like, well, you don't really need a book because you can identify it without a book. And you know, it's, it's pretty expansive. Yeah. And that, that's where I go now to get my information. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. People still want to have a book though. It's so funny. So there's never going to be another book. Is that true? That is true. The, there was a different time in our lives, too. It was like, a I was time. a lot less busy with work. <laughs> the other problem is, even to get the original photos and the work, there was so much money up front involved for publishing at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. All, all of my pocketbook. Yeah, <laughs> it was technically a loss. Yes. I, it was a game because I got to meet lots of wonderful hobbyists and I had some really cool collection connections to get stuff I probably couldn't have otherwise. But uh, on paper, it was an absolute loss. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. No, I feel you like to, we do this out of the love in our hearts for the hobby because ain't nobody going to get rich in this hobby. <laughs> yeah, this is a hole right now. <laughs> So switching gears a little bit, um, how do you guys think something like the in-between mares that the Vintage Club is offering up this year going to affect the models that are known? Because that's a very much an old versus new kind of deal. I'm excited about about it. I am too. Kelly, I think she may disagree. I'm kind of excited about it, but... I don't see it gaining collectability like the new ones. I just, they're just going to be stagnant. Nothing will ever beat the old ones. It's kind of cool to have as a collector say, hey, I have this mold. Mm-hmm. But 
they they've lost the pizzazz to me. Okay. So you think the the, the original dozen or whatever that are that are out there already in the hobby, they're going to retain their cachet and I, I don't think know so. I, I saw one sell what for what I thought at four grand was super low for that piece. Oh yeah, I agree. That um, was not that long considering ago. how I'd seen stuff that I didn't think was nearly as rare go like the mosaic we were talking about earlier. I was like, what is going on now? Granted, this was right before Christmas. But when you start talking about people like we were discussing earlier with, you know, mega bucks to, to outspend everybody to get what they want. I was a little shocked. I guess they all have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think too, that, like increasing the visibility of what that mold is or was uh, might make more collectors say, Hey, I want that. So there'll be more people in the hunt for one of the old ones. So when the, one of the next old ones goes up for sale, it might feel higher than expected. Mm-hmm. It might, and it might be a lot of the younger collectors, not really into the vintage stuff because they were never exposed to it as kids like we were. Mm-hmm. So more exposure might, might do better for them too. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, oh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't have an in-between mare in my collection, and I know my Vintage Club subscription in-between mare is going to be very lovely, but it's not going to fulfill that void. I'm still going right. to want an in-between okay. mare. Under four figures. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm looking to mine as it's going to be like um, a replica, like how people do that kind of stuff with other kinds of collectibles. Like, it's not the real deal, but it's cool anyway. This is... This is what it looks like. Yeah. It's not, but it's not it. It's not it. <laughs> so what do you guys feel about current trends in the plastic market these days? <laughs> Ow. I've switched a little bit. <laughs> I, you know, there was a sweet spot, I would say, probably in the early 2010s where I got myself a good job, got the Briarfest auction, got myself something a little bit out of four figures, like maybe two $2,000, which is still a ton of money. Like, I, I get that. Right. But at this point, I'm like, I need a new job, not in nonprofit healthcare <laughs> to afford the models. So I, I think I've swallowed that pill and um, I, I'm going to continue to focus on stuff that I can afford or things that are non-plastic. <laughs> yes. well, and I am. I I used to want to conga everything. I used to want to have all the models, everything in the catalog. Now I'm like, hey, I like this mold. I like this color. I like this mold. And if a rare thing pops into my lap for a decent price, that's great. Yeah, I think the amount, the quantity of models or specific models that I would shell out a ton of money for is under a handful at this point. Like if I find a night at the Oscars. Yeah, kind of um, my attitude is I, I can probably conga almost anything, but the, the micro runs in a one of a kind because mm-hmm. they're just out of reach at yeah. this point. I don't have 15 grand for, uh, you know, an auction, Alborozo or, you know, Vallegro's yeah. going for five or six. You know what I mean? Forget it. Oh. Exactly. And I, you look at that money and it's like, that could buy a trip to Briar West <laughs> or this Yellow Soiree. A couple of trips to Briar West. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think a lot of my hobby money has been reassigned to like fun hobby experiences. Okay. And space. Space is a constraint. You know, I'm what, going to be 50. My kid has no interest. So what am I going to do with them as I get to be maybe 70? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll still be on my shelf, but yeah. Get rich and go to Bimini. Yeah, right. That's it. <laughs> Something nice. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you? What are your collectible Briar Holy Grails? Night at the Oscars. There are four of them in existence, and I know where three of them live. And if you're listening, if you want to sell, let me know. <laughs> What's First Night at the Oscars for people that don't know? Oh goodness, here's a velvet rope event one of four on um, the Stretch Morgan Bowl. And he's like a glimmery, um, pearly, light gray. Yeah, nice. yeah, he's pretty. You do love that Stretch Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> It's one of two that I'm missing. <laughs> what I like, I would like some type of test color Cleveland Bay. Mm. That would be yes. Yeah. Realistic yeah. or decorator? Yeah. Oh, decorator would be fantastic. <laughs> Old decorator or something they've made up? Ooh. Something new, like completely different. Like yet the rose gold needs- things that came out. Yeah. Well, oh, the mask. The mask. The Duende color, because oh. he's kind of shifting Copenhagen. Yeah, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, he's one He's one of them I'm, I'm looking for. <laughs> but as far as if I were looking for something old or vintage, I would have to say... <sighs> I like to have my decorator Mustangs back because over the years I sold them off. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Houses, mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kids. Prices. Life. Freaking life sucks. Um, what do you guys think the future of collectability is for the, the hobby? That's a good question. I, I, <laughs> there's a lot of specialty shows that unless you know what you're going in there for it's not going to attract anybody new mm-hmm. i think there needs to be some level of interest and information about it to kids at a young age or uh, people who are just getting into halter and performance if there's whole, this whole other side of of how to show your horses and exactly because even sure. the um the youth show has never really been at all collectability based for briar fest mm-hmm. no. and this year they have added some collectability classes so that the kids can learn. Do you know there's this whole other aspect? Right. I kind of know about it. Well, I know, but I think it, the class list is posted. Is posted? Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> entry's open. Because that, that's been a discussion about the kids' show for a couple of years is that this is a big part of the hobby and that you should be introducing these kids to it before they age out and then they're thrown into the open show. Right. I think there's a, a misconception that, like, for a horse to be super collectible, it has to also be expensive. And that's not true. I mean, there's some. No really lovely regular runs out there that might have spectacular shading or might have just one or two things that's a little bit different about them. They might have extras like, um, like an old white picture box that might make them collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could change anything about collectability scene, what would it be? The cutthroatness of it. Yeah. It's gotten really ugly. It's gotten ugly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah it has. <laughs> yes. I, I was a front row victim of that mess. <laughs> Do you guys have any advice for casual antiquing, yard sailing, that kind of stuff? Estate sales, for, whatever. Yeah, for hobbyists yeah. that don't know it all. Like, if they're just, you know, they may not even be there for horses, but they know briars. I mean, I know it's like 85 to 90% in antique malls is garbage, so... Mm-hmm. 
If it's under ten bucks, buy it. Figure it out later. Exactly. There, there was um there was a home show in our little town this past weekend. It's not horse related, but it's kind of related. And um, they had like this little vendor area, and there was like a little antique thing. And as we're strolling by, I see a table of like one dollar crap, and I and I spy this ceramic cat on it, and I pick it up. I look at look it over. I'm like, I don't know. Its eyes don't look real, and so. Husband's like, let's go because there's a wine thing anyway. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, that really looked like a big old HR kitty. So I'm like, you know what? I will buy it, fling my dollar at it, and then look it up later. And if not, I'll give it to one of her friends that has cats or yeah. a fluffy cat. I like my cats. And uh, it was gone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like five minutes. It was gone. I'm like, that was an HR kitty. I knew it because I looked it up and I missed it. Look in the small bins. Look in the little tiny curios. You know, ask. Look in boxes. Look in boxes. Like hidden underneath tables and basements. That's what people pile their kids' toys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're going to estate sales and stuff. Okay, something yeah, I tell is. I tell people is like if it looks if it look if it's gold or green and has spots on it, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> or gold or blue. Ask later. Ask later. <laughs> to, like you have if you have to find stuff, if you're looking to find stuff, you have to look for it. I mean, every every week I look through estate auctions. I look through Craigslist, usually starting on Wednesday if I've got nothing going on that week. And I'm like, what am I doing Saturday morning? Where am I going? Even if it says animal figurines, animal collectibles, you know, yeah, I'm in line. I'm waiting. Ninety percent of the time, it's like a time I come up empty handed with nothing. And every once in a while I hit something. But you got to look. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I remember when I first uh, met you guys and uh, Kelly caricature, 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 sorry, Fran. <laughs> we worked together on the NAN auction, but I didn't know uh, you were still Corber at that point. And I was sitting home one day and I was watching PBS or something oh about, <laughs> and I look up and there's somebody standing in at a flea market and I go, Holy cow, that's Kelly Corber. <laughs> yeah, I know her. Rick Seabax, WGD. I said, I saw you on TV. You were like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody so like, has. <laughs> I was like a 10 minute interview about what I'm there for. And uh, it turned out to it. Uh, they're like Barbie horses, but better. <laughs> So, I remember that for yeah. a really long time. It's Rick Seaback's yeah. flea market documentary. And the place that they shot it was pretty cool. It's um, this racetrack in Washington County where Audios is based. There's a huge life-size bronze of him out oh, front. Wow. And then a couple, oh, wow. a couple of little bronzes inside. And they have a whole um, like stable display with yes, him. with him in there. It is a, a stable and his tack and everything. It's cool. Nice. You guys up for taking a couple of viewer questions? Or listener sure, questions more sure. accurately? Okay. So we'll start. Uh, first one, I have an artist proof Winsome, the Connoisseur Series Strapless Mold Run of 350, number one. It did not come with a COA, but it seems, but there seems to be a lot of back and forth on whether artist proofs had COAs. Should I mention this on my documentation or leave it out? Identify your briar claims they came with a COA, but I'm led to believe that they just copied the info from the regular Winsome on the chart. My artist proof is signed on the belly number two. And number two, the briar open clash. Oh, this is a two-part question. Let's start with the part one. Should did I not come with didn't come with a COA. It's an artist proof. Should I mention that? Yes, I would mention it. And I would also mention that it did not come out with the COA. I've got one for 
Oh my gosh. The Canary Walsh Pony. Um, vignette. Yeah. She did not come at the, C- at the COA. Usually they're marked somewhere on the hoof for something with an AP. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I she says that on the belly. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, part two to this question. The Briar Open Show class list has artist proofs in the one of a kind category. However, Identify Your Briar says there are roughly three artist proof winsomes. Is this still considered one of a kind, even though there is multiple, there are multiples known? Uh, I know Briarfest Live sets its own rules out of the spirit of Briar. Uh, I would not think it would belong with one of a kinds at all. Uh, we have no way of knowing how many artist proofs are created out of each each exact release. Exactly. I mean, that would be something I would even take up with the show holder and provide documentation as to, hey, there are more than one of these artist proofs. And the whole the spirit of artist proofs, they look so much like the regular on they're just like the, one of the first few examples of what the regular release should be. So it's they're special in that. Ex- right. They're fair. They're, it's not fair to judge them against one of a kinds that are unique. Looking. Um, the uniqueness about them comes from when they were released and their, their, um, what I'm looking for. Uh, designation. designation. Thank you. Designation as an artist proof. Okay. Um, awesome. Our second question. I have a wood grain running foal that is attached I have a wood grain running foal that is attached to a base. I'm extremely confident it was previously a lamp based on the holes in the base. Since it does not have any of the lamp hardware, would the foal go in clocks and lamps or horses attached to a base or produced with other accessories and flocked models? I wasn't sure which was more important in terms of collectability, the originality or the reality today. I'm to ask Again, that would be something where I would ask your show holder which class you would prefer it in. As a judge, I would prefer it in lamps yes. because that's what it was intended to be. But she may, your show holder may say, no, there's no shade. It's not a lamp. It goes with bases. Huh. Unless, unless it's the full sconce. Well, the sconce, yeah. That's a lamp that's too, a right? Lamp. Yeah, yeah, that's I true. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally... What are the weirdest collectible pieces the layman doesn't know about? Ooh, like, should we tell about our the hot to trot ones? Yes, oh, we yeah, should. Super cool. Those are super cool and weird, and we both have them. And they of. were just mysteriously found on eBay. Yeah, okay. So the, there's some information about these out in the hobby. Um, there is this the scuttle line called hot to trot that um was supposed to be marketed as like home show or i guess home collectible decor yeah so they were plastic that were weighted with wet with resin so they're really heavy plastic and it was 2011-ish maybe that one popped up on ebay it wasn't listed as a briar it wasn't listed I don't know, it was one of my plastic horse weird searches and it was a rearing stallion with blue paisleys on it i'm like this thing looks neat i'm like kind of looks OF. I don't know. And then somewhere a little thing in my mind was like, it looks like something we saw during a factory tour at one point. <laughs> so it wasn't a buy it now. So like, I hope somebody else has discovered this thing. So they didn't. I got it for $15.99. $15.99. And by this point, another one showed up. Like, I guess buckskin paisley? Buckskin paisley rearing stuff. And I'm like, I just got, at this point, by the time your auction ended, I think I had gotten mine in the mail. I'm like, holy crap, he's real. Yes. (laughs) So you got yours for $15.99. And then at this point, we made a deal. Let's go back and forth until people figure this stuff out. So the third week, 
there was a Florentine Black Beauty classic scale. Um, I got him for a hundred and something. There was some chatter on um, Model vs. Blab at that point, whether or not he was real or not real. Um, he was absolutely real. <laughs> and then by that point, like, uh, everybody knows it was real. And there was a fourth was after. I bid up to 1500 <laughs> It was a, uh, was it a crackle classic era mirror? Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like moons and stars moons on and it? stars. Wow. So I know wow. he has that one, so it's okay. <laughs> she can have it. <laughs> so we're friends. <laughs> So later on, uh, one of the Briarfest releases on the Bucking Bronco molds, um, they, the, the pattern and the colors are exactly the same, like the blue Bucking Bronco. and the, They have the bandanas and stuff yeah. instead of the Paisley markings. Yeah. Um, and there were, there were a few more. There was a classic swaps and a plaid pattern, supposedly, and a hunt pattern. And I know this because I spoke to somebody who designed them for Briar, but at this point could not divulge any information because that person is i believe still under contract oh (laughs) interesting (laughs) so so how do you prove provenance on something like that like it's all the whole story on my collectability sheet and i say pick it up sniff it lick it do whatever you need to do to examine it for its oefness yeah and the fact that they did do some of the weighted resins in the ninja pit of death at briar fest yeah. is proof that they were the actual weighted cigars that people found and magnolia magnolia hmm. nice nice incredible all right is there anything else we haven't asked you that we should have anything you want to add if you're a diehard collector with a lot of rare models please ensure your collection oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Even if you're, you know, no matter what type of collector you are, resin, custom, anything, insure it. Mm-hmm. And please don't ask us about comparing collectability with stones and briars because they're just too different. Oh, no, we, we were, we're tagging somebody else for that. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I don't even know who those, do you guys have any idea who even knows stone collectability? Something says it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Yeah. At this point, though, that's more even workmanship than collectability yeah. at this yeah, point. Yeah, I totally agree, unless, unless you're dealing with vintage. But, you know, that's not, they are not considered collectible, really. Even runs of 50. Yeah. I thought of something else. Okay. Don't bleach your briars. If they're yellowing, don't throw them in bleach. It's only going to ruin them. Don't acetone me. Don't acetone me. Acetone. G2 ABS stablemates, don't put them in the sunlight to lighten up. It only makes them more yellow. Um, Fluorescent lights are also (laughs) yellow for them. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've noticed that they are some of our older special runs, even just sitting in the house, are just, they're bad. Oh, that's funny. Wow. That's not funny at all. No, No, it's terrible. I, I mean, it's funny in a. It's not funny, haha. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. you. That was awesome. It was awesome. It was fun. (laughs) Now it's like we don't know what to say. I know. Uh, We'll just um, thank you for coming on. And um, if anybody has questions, how would people reach you? Or would you prefer they not? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, on, I mean, I'm on Facebook. If you want, I can throw you my email address. I don't check it all the time. So if somebody emails me and it takes me five days, don't bite my head off. <laughs> Ditto for other Kelly. You can find me on Facebook. If you message me, I had this issue where my cats walked on my keyboard and uh, 
they, all my messages were showing red, so I wasn't as red, so I wasn't seeing them on my phone. <laughs> so it takes a little while, and that's why. Awesome. So, but be patient is basically yes. 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 right. Yeah. And if you get like like bleeped out gobbledygook from Kelly Weimer, it's her cat. <laughs> yeah, they, they enlarged the font size on, on my screen the other day, and I. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Professionals. Her <sighs> team would break my keyboard. He's a big kitty. All right. <laughs> when do I see you guys again? Briarfest? Uh, Briar West? Yes. Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe Steel City Con for me. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm not going to any of the, the Western events because I'm broke. Seattle? <laughs> I'm only no. going to Briar West because it's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Seattle or Briar West. I'm I'm working and I have a conflict on the other one. I'm doing yeah, all I, the things, and I didn't get picked. I didn't get oh, picked for Seattle. So boo hoo. You might still. True, and we are we're going to a show in Lexington. That Stacy oh, Rossi is having a really strange classless show. It's man qualifier. The class list is hysterical, yeah, and, and we're going. It's oh, the, we'll have to check the, that out. Yeah, oh, what's it called? She, she might be full. It's the no BS live. You get what you get. Yeah, it's like in the library or something, right? It's a small yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. We're making a weekend out of it. We are. Husbands nice. are coming and everything. Nice. It's not to the show hall. Don't get arrested. Aw, they won't. <laughs> we won't either. Yeah, we'll be good. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll let you guys go. Thank you for uh, taking some time with us today. Yes, we totally appreciate it. That was awesome. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Okay. That was super awesome. That was super awesome. They're always fun to talk to. Yeah, they are fun. We want to thank the the Kellys for joining us for that. We Skyped the interview, so uh, I know there was a little bit of digital uh, slog in the interview, so we apologize for that. But it was the, you know, the fastest way to get a a group recording without lots of technical issues. It's relatively easy. Yeah. So let us know what you think of the interview. And if you have any questions or comments, you know, uh, email us at info at mirrorsinblack.com. If you have questions for the Kellys, they have graciously... uh, provided their emails and we will put them on the blog or you can message them on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to events. And we'll be back with events. Bears in black. All right. We're back with events. Ooh. And by the time this airs, Namo pay mill will have kicked That's off. Right. So you hope you're, Hope you're finishing up your prepping and you're listening to us while you're starting the painting. Hope you've entered it because can you enter after it started? Nope. It closes. Oh, so like, the registration closes. At you midnight. haven't entered? Too yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, we have a link to uh, the Namo Paymo Facebook page. Uh, you can join just to follow along and see what people are doing. It's a great group to follow along with. And there's yeah, so much some tips. amazing information, too, that comes many, out. Many, many tips. Yeah. And uh, just to see how everybody's doing. So uh, so good luck to everybody that's entered. And we we look forward to seeing what people yes. produce. Okay. Yeah, tag us in your Namo Paymo yeah. stuff. We like. Yes, we do like. And uh, we're a month out from Briar West. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Uh, there's a link to the Briar West Facebook page on the blog. Or you can go to Briar Under Events. That is coming up 
the last weekend of February, first weekend of yeah. March, it goes over the... Over the week, 29th. The month change. Yeah, 29th the so, first. yeah. 29th through the mm-hmm. first. So, come on out. It's going to be a good time. There's going to be cake. Yeah. Yeah. And um, show we're promoting, Indian Paintbrush Live, which is in Wyoming. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Anna Miller, who is... She is a Region 3, Region 1 shower. That's just north of Denver, straight up 25 and Cheyenne. When is the show? They've got an extent... When is huh? the show? It is Memorial Day weekend. Okay. And it's got a big class list, China, performance, uh, OF Halter, CM, uh, Resin. It's good well be a good time. show. Yeah, I think so. Did think think so. Nice. So do you have any events that you know of? That you Not want to talk that are horse related, no. All right. So I guess we will close the show. Okay. The show. <laughs> Um, as always, we're looking for sponsors and shout outs. Yep. We know uh, if you want space for Briarfest, it gets really crowded right about then. So start staking your claim if you want yeah. uh, advertising for those shows. We usually do, uh, they're usually our highest listened to. We usually do two, two or three before and a couple after. And we'll probably have a few more because we'll probably still be doing this weekly format. Oh, uh, we'll be yes. doing the weekly thing. So uh, we'll have more ad space. Um, yeah. And for ad rates, message us at infair in, info at mayors info at mayors i can talk it's only tuesday i know, I know but it's drinking late. i'm drinking tea for god's sake well maybe that's your problem maybe it is uh youth mentoring mentees we just got a, a another uh mentee that's looking for somebody from region one today that i'll put up on the list uh if you have the time and ability to mentor or, or if you need somebody to help you in the model horse world. I also saw some somebody on Modelholics was looking for a, a mentor and somebody recommended our program to them. Like I awesome. saw that in passing today. Cool. So, so check out our page on uh, the blog. It's under mentoring. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up uh, next month, collectability series part two. Part two for OF plastic. For all your OF plastic needs. And, and finally... The, fo- the podcast we haven't recorded. The podcast we still haven't recorded. I think we're going to do a Valentine's Day version before you run away permanently. Before I run away from the Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, our Never's Cast covers the new show that might we may be old and gray by the time it comes out in 2021. Uh, Joss <laughs> Whedon's new show uh, about a group of orphans who have special powers. So it's Buffy in England. It's, yeah, set in Victorian <laughs> England. Victorian, Victorian England. England. Yeah, Very so important. Steampunk, you know, the whole nine. It's, it's, been, it's on HBO, so they're going to have a nice budget, yeah, and it'll be go, great. Yeah, it's on know. HBO. Yeah. Theneverscast.com. Yes. All right. All right, that's it. And that's it. We want to thank the Kellys for joining us for the show. Always good time. They mm-hmm. are our our sisters in crime. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. them. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, and... We will be back next week with just the newscast. Uh, yep. We hope you you enjoy the way the new format is going. Let us know. Uh, you can either message us or email us at mayorsandblack at info at mayorsandblack.com uh, with suggestions, shout outs. Um, we have viewer questions that were given to us for this collectability show, as you heard. So if you have more questions for OF Plastic Collectability, let us know. Yeah. And with right. that, we will bid you adieu. Arrivederci. All right. Bye. Good night. 
This episode of Mares in Black has been sponsored by the North American Model Horse Show Association and the North American Nationals being held July 7th and 8th, 2020 in Lexington, Kentucky. For more information, visit www.namsa.org. The Mares in Black Podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.